Welcome to Provoking Dialogue. I am your host, Remy, aka I got a lot of energy today. I'm thinking if I want to go live on my radio show that, you know, nobody really knows about and just talk about some things, aka I think I might do that. I think I might do that. AKA, I could be lying right now just because I got a lot of energy and I'm not going to do none of it. Here are my co-hosts. Shaquan, AKA, Naturally Shaq. AKA, the nigga that put up with all of my BS. Yep, despite I, how cringy it no, may be. No AKAs for me. You know, I just... You know, just, you don't... Just, no, no. No? no. good. <laughs> okay. I was like, every episode you're going to try to have more AKAs <laughs> to my name to compete with yours. No, nope, this 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 I'm note not is how say that created a little tear in my eye. So whatever, <laughs> you, know, you, don't, you don't gotta have an AK if you don't want to. <laughs> Our last episode that I want to tie in, I'm not so. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One of the biggest things in that conversation, though, outside of uh, speaking on energy was, or at least right now for me, is realizing that even if I am listening to myself based off the energy that I am willing to deal with, input and output, you got to go refer to the episode if you really want to get what I'm saying, input and output. But there is still a piece of that that is like trying to remain confident and keep a strong mindset behind whatever it is that's going on because that's not to say that even if what I feel I am aware of with my energy and how things work for me that doesn't mean I'm going to understand every single thing and that doesn't mean that when things go right majority of the time despite me feeling like I am more familiar with it and why it is happening there's still a piece that is like man I could only imagine what it's like if I was to be in a weaker mindset how I was in the past at the same time. Which allows room for depression and everything else just being stressed out. And that all sounds like faith to me. Just holding on to faith. (laughs) Period. (laughs) No, no matter what. And man, there's so much to say about this. How do you see faith though? How do I see faith? Um, yeah, how Shaquan sees faith. I'll say, like, similar to you, I think for me, I kind of see faith in... Well, I feel like there's two different ways to view faith, at least for myself, how I view it. It's, like, mm-hmm. the more from, like, internal, like, how you just say, like, when you are in those states of when, like, you are weak, when you feel alone, or you don't know what other avenue to move or where to go next and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, a saying that always pops into my head is, like, I don't know who said it. I'm pretty sure one of our parents said it, but no one's going to really look out for you like how you're going to look mm. out for yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's that part of faith, like having faith in yourself to be able to get yourself through a situation and to have faith that you can do things and that things are possible and you can do anything that you put your mind to, that whole situation. Yes. And then there's also the spiritual or higher level type of faith that is needed as well because like when mm. that part is kind of exhausted like you you can have a lot of faith in the world there's always gonna be a point where you're just gonna be like i don't know what to do and i oh, think for, sure. for me that's when it comes like I said that higher power spiritual 
sense. And I, I mean, to be completely honest, the spiritual sense is connected all the way through, even from the self, in yes. order for you to have, you yes. know, your own type of faith in yourself, that comes from somewhere as well. So yep. in general, all of it is really coming from the spiritual or higher faith or religion, uh, whichever way you want to look at it. But I feel like that's another lens that needs to be added because at the end of the day, when you are tapped out, it's best to see yeah. or seek something at a higher power that's beyond you. And that's what right. is something that can help guide you. At least that's something that's helped guide me in a lot of situations. So like when all help is, seems like it's lost, mm-hmm. this is something that will keep you going. Right. And with you saying that, for me... I can identify all of that internally and externally, like on all levels from yeah. like the smallest to whatever you would see as like just unbelievable or whatnot. Yeah. And specifically internally, there's two processes. There's two different ways to process that because it is internal and then there is external. So for internal, for me, without attaching said, like, let's say, attaching the focus or the awareness of God or higher power, religion or whatever, anything outside of me initially, I got all of mine and still do, of course, all of these learning processes and uh, moments all come from sickle cell for me. And over time, it got to the point to where it's like, all right, when it comes down to certain hurdles or walls that I got to deal with, I know for a fact the one pattern that is going to remain is the sickle cell one. Yeah. Outside of that, everything else is out of my control. You know, life, life is life, whatever. You can't predict that. But the one thing that I can on my end and the one that is going to give me the most hurdles and was it's sickle cell so because of that i have had more than enough opportunities uh, blessings understandings perspectives breakdowns or whatever all through that because that's the main source where i gotta learn things the most about myself and instead of kind of feeding into the fact of all right i'm sick or i'm, I'm out i can't do anything physically and sometimes i can't do anything internally it's just all like mental stress or strength. It's just one way or the other yeah. with me with that. So I had to learn that, all right, since majority of my life and my understandings is mentally in regards of stress or strength, I'm like, okay, how can I break these things down? Like, I know this pattern is going to be here in so many different ways. So, so even when I feel I am successful at getting over the said hurdle or challenge, the next time it comes around, I'm like, all right, how can I get over this said hurdle or challenge wall or whatever in a different way, in a, in a different facet? So continually doing that for my entire life, it just naturally builds up the confidence, not really the confidence early on, but more so it delivers a heavy understanding that, oh, snap, wait a minute, I can do this. As many times, like, I can imagine, and probably even more, because it's like, yo, 20, 30-some years, and I'm still thinking of different ways to get over a said hurdle, even if I feel I'm already getting, like, successful or crossing the finish line and not letting it to 
beat me up on the inside. Mm-hmm. That part, after years of realizing that, that's when the confidence come in to where it's like, yo, wait a minute. If I can do it with this, and this is the thing that has the greatest chance of taking me out of the game, then why can't I do that with the game, period? Yeah. Just kind of take what you've gotten from like from your experience with Sigma Cell, which is like a situation where you're kind of put in a situation where you yeah. have to kind of think about life or death or this is a life or death yep. situation. Yep. So like faith definitely comes into play with that. So what you gain from that and dealing yes. with that is how you apply it to dealing with things in the world and how you move throughout yep. life as well. That's where my confidence lie. And it, it's not the, it's a different type of confidence to where it's like, it's not the one where it's like, all right, I'm confident that I can easily make, this is just an example because I'm trying to keep it simple. It's not the confidence to where it's like, oh, I can easily just make a paper plane, period. And it's like, yeah, I'm pretty confident that I can make that. That's easy to do. It's more Mm -hmm. so the confidence that it's like, that it's attached to the impossible things, really. Mm -hmm. As if, it's hard for me to even give an example of that because to me, it's like, that's not really impossible. There's a level of that that I feel is still attainable. Like, shoot, man, I don't, I don't know. Get, could you think of a, impossible like example kind of an impossible example yeah like something that that, that is a far stretch yeah far stretch i don't get in a million dollars okay let's say getting a million dollars like in 30 days all right it just sounds like okay well bro if you don't if you're not in the space to already have a set structure to get that then best of luck to you those chances are low while to me it's like I'm pretty sure I could because I know the levels that I was at when life and death was always on the line. Mm. So if I apply those levels of life and death to this $1 million in 30 days, yes, I feel I can definitely get it. So it's like I mean, what you said, but I'm like, you should try it's not, it out. It's not you a know, I would love to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound so easy. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I would love to see that into place, sir, you know. I'm broke over here. Uh, I don't want to see it, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only part of that, where it's like, I am more than confident that if I apply it the same way I did with that, I can get it. But I don't I don't care to get it, so there you go. Procrastination or whatever else you want to call it. That's the lane where I am at with that, and that's how I look at things in life. That's my internal way of looking at things. How would you okay. identify yours if it was internal? I mean, like, for me, it's, I would say just kind of on the similar lines of, like, if I know I have to put my mind to it, I know I can do it. And then having just, like, set a confidence of, like, am I knowing the value as well of myself that I'm actually capable of doing things and not limiting myself. And I think a lot of that came from, I guess, having an internal faith in myself kind of came from dealing with my mental health and all of that. Like from depression and things, mm-hmm. I think part of it is definitely external, but I think another part too is just realizing I have the strength to keep going and keep moving, keep doing things, and also just to see how I've been able to accomplish a lot of my goals that I set out for myself. I think I am that type of person where, like, if I really want to do something, mm. I will definitely make it happen, and I've seen that happen like time and time again for myself. Consistently, it just seems to be like. And it has to be when I'm really dedicated. It could be, the, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And then I'll, I'll do it. Then I'll start, stop, start, stop. But when I really am, like, 
full toes down to the ground, like mm-hmm. I'm in it, that I know it's something I'm capable of doing. So I think in the balance between, yeah, me dealing with my mental health and from this setting like really realistic goals for one for myself and being able to accomplish them and being dedicated to them kind of has helped build the faith I needed for myself internally. Okay. So just because of the way you said that you made me think about something like, okay, so that has helped you build your level of faith internally. Right. Mm -hmm. What is your way of acting on those that you have built up internally? What do you mean acting like, on like like that faith or that confidence, the understanding that you have built up internally, what are like different actions or different what are the specific things that you're like, oh yeah, I'm definitely pulling or acting off of the confidence that I have built up. What is the I wanna say conversion, but it's a different word. Like what? What are some of the actions that you know you're pulling from that that built up that faith? faith basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm honestly just when I pick goals out for myself. I mean, that's really like for me. Like it's almost like I'm gonna say like a game, but it is kind of feels like a game to me. It's like, oh, yeah. well, yeah. Shaquan wants to do this. Let's see if he gets there. Like, what what route is he gonna take? And it's like I'm pretty confident I'm gonna get there. Sometimes I just don't know what route is gonna be, but right. I'm fairly confident it's gonna happen the way I imagine it. So I think that's where I pull on it. And it's now like I don't I don't sit there and doubt myself. Even when like there's a lot of situations where it's like, man, this is not going as planned. This is right, like right. it seems like it's gonna be trash. Like why continue? Why keep doing this? It doesn't make sense. But in my head I'm like, I already see the finish line. So it's like I see the finish mm. line. I'm just trying to figure out which is the right path to go down. And that's and so as long as I keep going and keep moving, then I know I'm gonna get there regardless. I think that's really is when I just set my, if I really set a like goal that. or a mindset or a, something I need to accomplish, once I just need to envision that and I said I have to really sit, sit down and like, you know, really dedicate myself to it, then I pull into like all those things and be like, okay, it's time to get the gears going. Let's, let's make it right. happen. Okay. Now that, that, that makes sense. I think for myself, I'm very, I'm like kind of goal oriented. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, when I have a, a vision for myself or a, something I really want to do, I really get into it. I'm not going to say it's good or bad, but there is sometimes in situations where I have a goal in mind and it's how I do it. And then it's like, well, I did it now. Ah, okay, let's move on to something else. Yeah. So like, sometimes it yeah. could be good and bad because it does make me sometimes easy or not easy, but it makes me want to move on to the next one so I accomplish More it. Instead of, yeah, yeah. More accepting so. of a goal you achieve versus pursuing that already achieved goal for an extended time period. Yeah. I can definitely relate to that. That is definitely a, a problem that I still have today. <laughs> for sure. Once we did our first episode, it was like the... So I'll say, yeah, that's something for myself. I am trying to, I guess, test myself or pit more work into figuring out for myself is... Since I am very much goal-oriented, it's figuring out those goals that I want to keep on achieving or things I right. want to keep doing rather than just like, you know, okay, I accomplished it. That's great. And that's like, now let's move on to something else. So like one would be like the podcast. Like it would have been different. Like, okay, we did it. We launched it. Okay, let's move on to something else. But this is something I'm like, okay, you know what? We made it. We made it happen. But it's like, okay, now let's continue. I'm going to evolve it. Right. I think that might be the best way to say it. 
it's finding goals that can continually evolve with my way of thinking or like something that has more mm. to it than just what I set my mind off on it initially. Something I can continue to challenge me, to keep me moving, like right, keep me right. active. Right. Those are the goals that I like to see. And that's where I like to really, if I can really challenge my faith internally, because I know that's something that's always going to keep me, keep me active and keep me imaginative and like all those types of things. Right. I need goals and stuff like that to keep me pushing myself and keep elevating and evolving. Those are things I need to set for myself. And that's where I really like to tap into my faith and see if I can accomplish them along the way. I haven't looked at it like that. Like everything else you say, I'm like, okay, yeah, I definitely can relate. And I don't know if that's tied to just us being siblings or not, but it's like, yeah, once I achieve that first phase of the goal, even though in the back of my mind, it's like, okay, yeah, you can continue to act on this for an extended period of time. I already got my personal satisfaction of just doing it. But looking at it as something that continually can grow or evolve with my mindset, my creativity, that's different. It's different. I haven't thought about it like that. And it, even when you mentioned the podcast, like I, I just said the same thing as well. Something else that I was thinking about was like, if it was just, let's say our first, the first episode or whatever, mm. separate from like all the behind scenes prepping and testing and whatnot, if it was just our first episode and you was to say, all right, well, like we did it. You know, we was to act on what we just said, like that first thing we did it. All right, let's move on. I know for a fact I would have been like, no, no, like I would have been pushing the issue. Like, all right, let's yeah. push it. But if it was just me, I would have accepted even, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, man, I did it. All right, let's go. So but, I'll, I'll, I'll I add know. to that. That's a good point as well. I think also I do challenge that faith and making me do something or like have a confidence in myself if I am attaching it to helping out someone else as well or i'm a part of something that's larger yeah. than me i'll say the same way that can be with myself as well like if i'm like yeah. kind of over it i'm like okay let's just call it call it done let's call it quits <laughs> it is what it is but good job I, self high five <laughs> right you know i did i i like i said i accomplished my goal i right. know i did it but when it is something i know like i said at the other end if it's a larger group team type of setting I'm like, okay, I need to pin the work. Even though I may be a little tapped out right now, I need to pull that faith in from somewhere to keep this going because I know I can't let this other person down as well. And then I realize that as you go along, like, oh, it comes back. So it's it's, it's oh, weird. Yeah. I, said, I like things that kind of challenge me that way. And I said one of them, at least at the moment, is definitely the podcast. Are there any things that you have uh, gained awareness on for how you build your faith externally? Yeah. I mean, like, similar to what I talked about as well, like, me dealing with my mental health. I think specifically oh, with my mental health. Oh, that's inside and outside. That's inside and outside. So, like, it, oh. inside was like, okay, realizing I have the strength to keep going and realizing, like, you know, I can make progress or I know, like, the world is not about to end. Like, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And then the external is that light at the end of the tunnel. Like, for me, it's like, when I had all hope was lost and I didn't know what way, like, like I said, if you guys listen to previous episodes, I go into more details, but it's like, there was no other, I had no strength to pull on for myself. Literally, the only thing I feel like kept me going was my faith. And it's knowing like, you know what, there's something else better for me along the way. I just have to keep going. I have to just keep pushing. And I said, I couldn't see it. I didn't understand it. I didn't know how. I didn't know nothing. It was like Mm -hmm. walking into the unknown or walking into the dark. And it's hoping it's guiding like it's guiding me the right way. 
Right. And I said, luckily it did. But that's the type of faith I said externally that I, yeah, I pull that in almost in everything. I think for myself, like having like, you know, spirituality is very important to me. I said, having like for myself, say having a relationship with God. I said, mm-hmm. I have conversations all the time with God. Like I, I'm just talking, like how I'm talking to you. Like I have all these conversations in my head and it's like, I could be right, just talking to right. myself. Like if someone was listening to my, like if I spoke out loud, the things I'd be saying, people are like, this nigga's crazy. Like why, why is he talking to us? So I am like, I'm having That's a full on conversation with God in my head. Right. And said so that helps me in a lot of situations. Like I said, when situations where I don't know where to turn, where to go, how like I'm lost. That's the win one situation. In the abyss and have no direction of anything. Yes. Or in situations where Shaquan is ready to go 100. And it's like, I got to pull from something else because I know this is not the right element for Shaquan to be in. And it's like, I like got to pray to God, have faith. And like I said, also, oh, okay. Kind of connecting to that. I kind of got, got a little excited. But it's sometimes okay. it just, it just reminded me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, it just reminded me of something else too. Something else that I do, and it's it, time and time again, it always works. And that's I'm like, stuff that I'm doing, I'm not just saying this just to be saying it, but it's because it also just worked for me. Yeah. I do situations, especially at the beginning of the year, or sometimes like in the midpoint of the year, I do like ask God like for a cleanse of like my environment, my energy, people, and things like that. And I ask them like to remove anything negative that's not for me or that's not in my pathway or something that's gonna be a distraction for me. And time and time again, I'm not gonna say it's it's funny, but it's like it's so interesting because like it'll be in situations where I'm like, oh wait, this happened. And then I start thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I did ask God to remove this type of stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's Ah. why this is happening. Ah, this makes so much more sense now. So I kind of got excited because I was just thinking about situations like that. I'm like, I do that so much. The saying of let go and let God, I really yeah. tapped into that like probably in these last couple of years. And mm-hmm. to be completely honest, it is so relaxing and it's so less stress for me. If y'all can see his, <laughs> his happy expression as he is saying this right now. Uh, it is like, I'm like, why did I think about this before? Like, it's like I say, it didn't help with my mental health. Kyle right. will literally take on so much mentally. I don't, like, I don't know why I did that to myself. But I, I pit so much stuff on me and now to just realize like, you know what? Let me just put this away. God got this for me. I ain't gonna like so I'm not gonna think about it, I'm not gonna stress about it, I'm right, gonna leave right. it in sense. You're gonna fight my bottles and whatever happens, happens. And it's been working. I'm not gonna say I still get stressed out, I still do. I still yeah, have my moments. Me too. So I'm too. human. <laughs> but like I said, having that type of faith of like I know like so I'm like if I'm like um I'll say like Shaq and Kobe, like you know I'm wow. Kobe. I'm <laughs> I know I don't even like watch basketball. I just want to let you know I can't, I can't <laughs> help with basketball. But no, it's like <laughs> it's like a Shaq and Kobe situation. Like I'm coming out on court, I'm dribbling, I'm about to make it to um the hoop or whatever, and I see Shaq right there. He ready to get the dunk. I'm throwing the ball. He get you know he dunks it for me, okay, okay. and that's why I feel like it's like you know. God, like, you know, I'm Kobe right now. I'm dealing with what I can. I'm making my way towards the end. I'm kind of lost right now. I don't know who to pass it to. I don't know what's going to happen. I make that pass to God. He do a slam dunk. And it's like, oh, shoot. Like, that was so easy. We so, definitely attached. Kill O'Neal. Can't believe I just attached Shaq and God. But, you know, and that's the knowledge that popped into my head. Lucky that's what just popped into my head. compared to God. <laughs> what was that movie that Shaq was in? Shazam? Oh. No, that's Kazam. 
Kazam, my bad, my bad, my Kazam. All right. Yep. Hopefully, uh, I'm definitely tagging him. So hopefully, he hears the shit. I thought you was going to say. I thought you was going to say I'm going down the court and I'm about to pass it to Kobe. I thought, I thought you was about to say that because I'm like, Shaquille O'Neal is not dribbling the ball. Down no, right. The court. That's what I said. That's what I said. Shaq and Kobe kind of like, okay, in order like to pit them to two together, someone's got to right, be right, dribbling right, the ball. Right, 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 right. Because like, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I said another thing too. Like, I'm pitting this, I know we're going, going to this a little bit afterwards, but I'm like, I'm putting in the work. You know, I am trying to make things happen. I'm trying to figure things out. I'm trying to do my best to make it happen. But then today, I passed it to God and like, you know, he finishes out for me. Yeah, aka Shaquille O'Neal. Hey, Shaq, just in case you listen, I don't even know you listen to it, but you know, we we don't mind if you want to sponsor us either, though. We still growing, but. I mean, yeah, I don't mind. We did just call you God, so. No, I ain't gonna put that too much out there. I'm not about to say that too much, no. Say, God is a jealous God. I ain't saying that about Shaq. And he will be thankful. But nah, that's for me on the external spiritual side. That's that's kind of where it comes from. Okay. Well, you was about to ask a question. My bad. I, I no, know. I was going to say like for you. So like, <laughs> how is that for you on your end? Whether like it's spiritual, external. External. You know, as I was listening to you, I'm listening to you and reacting. And I was low-key just sitting over here, like trying to think of a different external understanding for myself. Mm. But I only have one. I mean, it's it's just me, but this is how it's always been. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to sound <laughs> sad or anything to other people, but I was like, I got to find I got to find something else instead of just saying that. Like, I don't want to go down that road, but it is that. So for me, all right, and it's always been like this. It doesn't matter if it's family, friends, strangers. It doesn't matter. Just period. External for me, like having that, that faith, Separate from having faith in God, having faith in God is the easy portion for me to understand and break down because that all just came, all of that just came easily with sickle cell early on in life. Like you just get faced with life and death so much, you was you're praying way more than you yeah. <laughs> probably will pray right now. So that <laughs> that side of that is easy. The other portion that is separate from that that is strictly just me. My external faith or confidence and understanding and whatnot, it only came in moments where, you know how somebody uh, uh have a, a idol or something like that, then they look up to this person and it's like, oh man, they're doing that, they're dope, yeah. whatever, whatever. Then they, you know, have that moment of like motivation, inspiration, or whatnot, and right. act on that. Mine is the complete opposite, <laughs> complete okay. opposite, as in. And it always came in, at least for the most part, when I first learned it, it was always in the hospital because it always happened with, like, if I had a roommate that had sickle cell or if I had a, a shitty doctor or a shitty nurse or something like that, it was always in those moments. And over mm. time, as I came across more individuals that actually had sickle cell and whatnot, it didn't matter what type and what they was going through. The one thing that I understood was, and before, before I understood this, I thought everybody was just like just like me, period. Yeah. Like, all right, we're we're all headstrong. We're going to get through this no matter what. Da 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 da. Like the strong mindset or whatnot. And I thought everybody was like that. And then it's like, wait a minute, no. 
majority of the people are, whether they're in the dark place just in that moment because it's their life, or every single time I saw them, no matter how many years apart, it was always just in the dark place. Like, they don't want to be here anymore. They want to give up. They don't have family to support them. Family, nothing. Like, all these other outside negative things that one person shouldn't have to deal with on a regular basis. For me, it was like, oh, wait. So I'm the one that's actually different from all of this. While everybody else is still feeling a certain way or not having the perspective that I have from it, that's where my confidence came in. Mm. Because now I'm realizing that what I thought was normal is not normal at all. It's It actually became unique. It's something that became special or, you know, a blessing, a yeah. gift, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, oh, snap. Well, if I'm the only person, and of course I'm not saying only, I think the entire world, but if I'm the only person that's like this, then it only makes sense to be like, act on it. Because you just imagine, if you are the only person, even though I'm, I'm not dumb, I'm not saying I'm the only <laughs> one, but if you are the only person that you have ever came across, no matter how many different group sessions, no matter how many times you've been in the hospital, no matter how many times you have meetings virtually, in person, in other states, in other cities, you have not come across a single person that have a different perspective aside from being ready to give up or just letting life beat them up to the point to where it's like, all right, I'm out. Then it's like, oh, snap. That understanding, if I'm the only one, then I got to do something to help. It didn't trigger like a selfish or a self-consuming mindset or perspective. It was just like, yeah. I got to help. So that's where my confidence, that's where all, all my external confidence come into play. And then once oh. that became normal, that I applied that with people too. Our family or okay. whatever, friends whatever. Yeah. I was like, that wouldn't be an internal then. That's something you're pulling from yourself. I did think that that was the case, but because my starting point only came from external, that's why I, I put it as external. Because I, I didn't get that understanding until I mm. understood that everybody else besides me was not like that. It took so many patterns of different things going on outside of me for me to allow me to group all of those patterns outside of me and be like, oh, no, what's going on internally is the difference. So make the best of it for everything going on externally. At least to me, that that's why I have it as external, because it wouldn't have been triggered if I didn't accept the understanding or perspective of what was going on outside of me first. Okay. So I see, I think for your end, it's like with the internal and external is more so where did I source or realization come from? Like, the starting point of where it came from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, all of, okay. yeah, all of my, yeah, that's pretty much the entire conversation of the internal, external. For me, it was always, what was my starting point? And that's that's where I, I lied at. And then, what about for sources? Sources of faith, internal, and external. Well, of course, we know it's internal, it's through you. But, like, in terms of the actual source of, like, if there was something outside of you... It, well, I guess that's the question then. Is there stuff outside of you that you rely faith on to get you through situations? No. Outside of the context of what I just kind of broke down, like where my starting point was, 
outside of that. Well, no, but eliminate the starting point situation. Okay. I'm just saying, okay. like, okay, Remy is in a situation. He knows how he is. He knows how he thinks. He knows, like, he can get through if he puts his mind through certain stuff yeah. where you realize how the environment is how people are. He is a different type of person. Yeah. Say Remy is tapped out. Remy is, like, exhausted. He can't even think right now. He is, he doesn't know okay. what right, to gotcha. do. Remy is ko Yes, Remy is KO'd. His cup is all the way full. However you want to look at it, either fully full or fully empty. Empty. It's yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. What happens to Remy next? Like, do uh, you have a, another source of faith that you can rely on when you're, like, completely... I have an answer to that. And I, I had the answer all the way up to the part you said, do I have an outside source of faith that I can rely on? Mm. And just because of the outside source of faith that i can rely on it negated my entire <laughs> okay you might you look into the words too literal too literally probably i'm, I'm always like this though, so i don't know what the heck so this okay other than remy is there another source of, <laughs> of... no yes i know no. no okay no i, I mean to, to, if i'm just going to answer it no no everything 98 percent of me remy Mookie, Manuel, whatever, 98% of any version of me come from sickle cell, period. And w- without without certain, I can't even, that's going to take so long to break down. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Okay, I- I'll say it like this. To answer your question, no, I don't have, <laughs> no, I don't have an yeah. outside source for that. What helps is how you just say it. I hope this helps. I don't want to break this answer down at all right now. <laughs> I am dead serious. Okay. How you just said, yeah, if, if Remy is out the game, if Remy is KO or whatnot, what happens then? Okay. So for me, if we're not accepting my answer of no. <laughs> no, no, I'll say if it's, if it's really no, that's like, it's nothing, it's nothing it's to be really pulled no. from. Yeah. It, it's really no. Because either way, that version or whatever version of me is out. I tap into a different version, like a different pocket of confidence, but it's all, it's all internal, if that makes any sense. Okay. Like, say, if I had a sickle cell crisis at the little portion of my body for over three months back to back, on and off, on and off, in and out of the hospital, in and out of the hospital, there are different patterns and understandings that I've had for myself to get over the sickle cell crisis that was always in the lower portion of my body. And then... For the rest of the year, it was just the upper portion of my body. I'm learning those separately, separately. I can't apply the same things that I did when I was learning them in the lower portions. But then when the uh, crisis is that hit me, that it takes me out all the way. It's like, all right, Mook, you got to take what you already learned from the lower and from the upper and mesh it the best way you can, even mm-hmm. though this entire situation is different. So either way... I don't, I just don't have an external. I just find a different pocket internally to tap into. That's okay. it. Hey, I don't, I've never thought about that question <laughs> ever. So <laughs> that is a good question, but no, I don't have an external source. And that might be, that could be, I might just have to talk about this tonight. I might just have to. <laughs> because that, that could be the main reason why I have so much not not really say passion, but why I pour so much of me in almost everything I do, whether people realize it or not. 
No, yeah. I was that's what I was thinking in my head. It's like, yeah, I feel like you yeah, I feel like you put a lot of yourself in situations that like I said, for me, like I said, I let go I let God and I sort of be yeah. like I think a situation where you and I said I know how you get very passionate about situations or you just like or you get frustrated in certain situations. And with sometimes in a certain situation that you speak about, I'm like in my head I'm like, it's not for me it's not that big of a deal, <laughs> right, but right. you be like super into it. Having you said what you said now kind of makes a little bit more sense is because you pit a lot. Basically, you all you do is exhaust yourself in every situation, every little thing, anything you pit everything into it. In some ways could be good, some ways could be bad, but it's like yeah. you're not tapping into any other sources of yourself. So it's like you have no other energy to pull from. Yeah. And of course, I just want to say for listeners, I already said in the beginning that is that's separate from God. That source is always there no matter what. And that's not just a external or internal thing. That's that's his own category separate. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. I'm saying in regards to what we're discussing, you know, I don't have any other source outside of that. It's just me. Me, 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 me. <laughs> I got to pull from a different <laughs> pocket or a different department of energy or confidence that I've had placed in different ways, like trying to remember different patterns and different ways that I've broken down my own levels of self-awareness through the hard yeah. times and the good times. It's, it's like trying to mix and match formulas down there. Infinity yeah. all the time. So I think I have some questions, but I'm going to leave it. Yeah, I'm going to leave that to if you go to provoking thought, then I'm going to leave that for there if we have some time Yeah, to go into a bit more. That is a good freaking question. <laughs> is that on the... Is that on our thing? I'm like, why did you... Or you just thought about that question right now? No, I was just going by from what you, what you were saying. Oh. It is <laughs> no, that that is a really good question. Like for real, I have never ever thought about that. That's probably going to take up the rest of my day. <laughs> <laughs> well, continue on with the conversation. <laughs> Do you think faith is something like important to have, and if so, why? Or if not, why not? Yeah. Heck, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, and yes, just yes all the way around. I can't even say no. And what I really want to say is like, it's such a yes. It's like, hell yeah. And there's nothing nobody can do about it type of yeah. Because I feel everybody have some level of faith, even if they want to just say confidence, everybody have some level of faith that keeps them pushing. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. even matter if what's keeping them pushing is in the wrong lane or the right lane for them as an individual. Yeah, there is still a level of faith and confidence that is just keeping things pushing. Even if to themselves they are saying, it is nothing, I don't care. That alone is still something that is pushing you. So, yes, faith is definitely there. Is it important? Yes, but I hesitated because it depends on the individual. It depends on the individual. What do you mean by that? Um, well, I guess I guess the only way you can speak about this through your own lens, for the most part. Yeah, so, like yeah. for for me, for me, I'm I'm saying yes, it is important. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like either way, for me, it's a yes, bro. Like that's that's so natural for me that yeah, that's just a yeah. Period. Yeah, that's a huge part of what made what made me me and what helped me get through those darkest moments or what ever was my darkest point period and still dealing with it until today so it's like 
there's so many positive that that's one of them that is like yes for sure what about you no, I'll say the same as well. Like, I, I think there's no way that answer could be a no for me. Right. And I, I feel like even I'll say that on, on both ends for myself and I think for other people. I think it's a good thing for people to have some type of faith. Like, regardless of what is in, like I said, it can be yourself, the universe, the trees, the plants, the yeah, water yeah. bottle on, on your Doesn't table. Matter. Whatever it is, have faith in something because that's why I said I feel like it's good to have something, at least from my, from yeah. my experience. It's good to also have faith outside of yourself because that's something you can tap into when you don't have the energy or you're pulling too much on yourself. I said, for me, I'm very, my mind is very sensitive to like, like I said, negative energy, like stress, anxiety, all that stuff is very sensitive on me and my body and my mental health. So Mm -hmm. I had to learn. That's like something I practice. I think for for a long time, I pit so much on myself. So I practice now to like let go Learn to know when to let go of things. I think that's right. what helps so much. It's like having that faith and like, you know what? Shaquan can't figure this out right now. I'm going to have to pin my trust and say it in the God and, and whatever. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to let that guide me because I can't do it on my own. So I think that's what's right. been helpful for me in a lot of my situation. Like I said, as I spoke about in the last episode with me dealing with my depression, I don't know any other way I could have gotten outside of my situation if I didn't. Like, I just don't, I just don't see how. Like, even me, like, at one point, said I want to commit suicide. Like, I just don't know, like, I have to find another source other than myself. So, I think that's what's been helpful for me. So, as I said, whatever the, this ain't even said about just religion. I said, whether spiritualness, I said, just don't say the devil. I'm sorry. I'm going to cancel that (laughs) one out. (laughs) You can bet your source and have your faith into anything else. I'm not going to say the devil. I was going to use it as an example, too, when you asked that question. I was like, no, I don't want to. I'm not gonna piss that one out there. But anything else, I'm saying this. Go ahead. Say if you want to say you got a nice rock you looking at, go ahead. You know, put all that faith into it because at least you know it's good. Like I said, whether you realize it or not, people can feel like, oh, this is so stupid. Like I don't even know this is even like it's not scientific or it's not this and not that. It's like no, (laughs) but like that weight gets lifted off you, whether you realize it or not. Just to put that out somewhere else. Yes. So that I'm speaking from experience, like. Yes. If I didn't have that, I don't think I would have made it. So yes, that and that—that's the reason why I feel it's there, whether or not people realize it. Because mm-hmm. of what you just said, like that—that that pressure is there, and then there's a point where that pressure is lifted. Yeah. Yep. And whether or not they are aware of it, whatever was driving them, and then that weight got lifted. That driving force, low key, was whatever you applied your faith on and confidence exactly. into. And just because you said, if you got a rock, hey, put your energy <laughs> into that. Hey, I respect it. Is that a shot at all the uh, crystal healers out there? At first, no, it wasn't. But when you said it, I'm like, oh, dang, it probably didn't sound like that, too. <laughs> it wasn't a shot. Originally, I was literally thinking of a legit rock. Because, like, since I'm, like, I'm into the environment, I do have, like, well, there's this really rock that is, yeah. I wrote a whole poem about it. That's what I was thinking what? of. Like, a legit idea. I wrote a whole poem about a rock before Wait, 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 w
Okay. Other than it was just a very beautiful rock that I really did appreciate. So, you probably, I mean, can you guess what my next question is? I think so. But <laughs> if the question is, do you want me to say the poem? Is that what you're saying? Hey, man, you know what I mean? If that's the case, I have to find it. It was like it was something I did in college. It was something I did in college. It was actually I do I would like to read it. Actually, I feel like it was a very good. I'm curious because I'm like, okay, first off, I get it creative wise. You're my sibling. I I get it creative wise. That's easy. That's thrown out the window. Like that. That have nothing to do with nothing. But I'm like, wait a minute. What could I come up with of a rock? I probably could uh, come up with a few things, but I'm like, I'm curious to hear what you actually came up with. No, when, when I, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I am going to find it. I, maybe I'll do it on podcast or not. I don't know, but you'll definitely hear it. But that's something I realized. So I'm a pretty good writer when I really want to. And I think like for it to be a rock and how I describe the rock. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. But anyway, that's the <laughs> lane I was more so going okay, into. See, yeah, like this is about to go up to something <laughs> else. Because I'm like, wait a minute. When did you become? Okay, wait, wait, wait. If I was to throw the word uh, spoken word out there, is Shaquan in that category? Is that Shaquan in that bubble somewhere? I want to say that... spoken word. I, I, I need a process. I ain't going to be put me in the spot and I'm about to just throw out some right, right, right. good old spoken word. Situ- right, no, right. that ain't me. I, I can't do that. But oh, well, actually, wait. in certain situations, I could. If I really tap into myself, I can. But no, that ain't me. That ain't me. How did this? I, where was this? Why this was in college. How I never heard? Oh, yeah. I wrote a lot in college. I just never, never shared it. That's what I'm freaking out on. I'm like, wait a minute. How did, why I don't even know this attribute of my brother? I even wrote like a whole story about like, you know, being in an environment and looking to the stars and stuff like that and connecting it to like police brutality and racism. Oh. And, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I'm telling you, I wrote a lot of super curious right now. What? Yeah. Okay, this is kind of slightly off topic, but to what? that point too, like I said, I was taking like this writing class and there was like, we had to do this final project. And for me, usually what they'll have us go onto the environment and like say, write something that inspires us. And for the rock situation, that was that one. I was, I was looking around. I had this really cool rock that I had picked up along the time I was in camp. So like, you know, let me write about it. So that was that situation. But then the last project one, I was literally looking at the stars. It was like a comet shower or something like that. And as I was looking and watching the comet shower, this, it made me feel very connected to, I don't know. So thinking about, it made me help me to reflect a lot on society and especially with our, like I said, being a black person in America and stuff like that. And I put the story together and actually shared it around with people at the camp. And people loved it. Wow. Yep. We're probably going to have a lot. I'm, I got a lot more comments, <laughs> but I'm, it's going to be off camera because I want to stay on topic right now. <laughs> just, I just missed an entire attribute and characteristic of a sibling that... Hey, it's not something I tap into often. I haven't tapped into it since. So, but The only thing yeah. that could probably surprise me even more right now if you mess around and be like... Yeah, I, I saved three children and two married couples from a burning fire oh, no, one no, day. No, no. Like, this is, I don't know you at all. But just, <laughs> I, I mean, I know you my brother, but I don't know you, bro. At all. Okay. Wow. Wait a minute. Did, did you say what was yours? Yeah. Like keeping yourself going when alone or all hell, hope is lost and whatnot? Mm-hmm. That's how we kind of oh, got wow. into this whole story <laughs> man I'm so, once you ask that question bro like my entire process just it's went, just done it just left 
Well, I guess um, to kind of wrap it off then, like, yeah. can you speak more towards, if you haven't already, if there was any other sentiments you wanted to add of how faith helped you in your life? Okay. Even though in this in this episode overall, I don't have too many specific details or breakdowns in regards to faith specifically for me, because the main source, and this is also your, the answer to your question, this is also tied to the main source of, or Amner, just the, the breakdown, the breakdown beyond the breakdown, like, of what is my source that keep me moving, that is still tied to faith and everything else, like faith, hope, motivation, inspiration, like all these other things that I tend to have on the forefront majority of the time, even when I'm not completely aware of it. And I think we mentioned this before when the last episode or the episode before that, did I mention Cup or something like that in the last episode? Yeah. I saw, yeah, I believe in the, the, this. Yeah, we did. Okay. We touched okay. on it a little bit. So because of that, the way that I break down faith and everything else, that is tied to that. To me, that is all a different expression or equivalency of my cup at the same time. So mm. the, those same things that I am talking about, up separate from, like, let's say, uh, having faith in God and getting me through stuff, even though that is not, like, just specifically excluding them, like, making it non-existent, it's all in one thing for me. And that's how I visualize and how I break down the different ways of interpreting my cup within. Because it's like, it's not just the cup. And then it's like the things that what makes my cup. And then it's the things that are in my cup. Understanding the properties of that said energy or whatnot. But if we're speaking of cup, the liquid, what that is made of that is within my cup. So all of these different layers that I am breaking down just to give a better visualization for my cup versus how I am interpreting and acting through it at the same time. Like all of that is still one thing to me. That's why when I'm breaking down like the faith and whatnot in this episode, it it doesn't seem so separate or specific because I'm trying to find different ways to break down my cup verbally to everyone else without actually going through the entire cup process that I always do for myself or at least what yeah. I'm already aware of for myself. Yeah. So like for so, you, how you see faith, like it's a lot of it's like it's inner it's interwoven a lot in terms yes. of like how you see things. So it's not yes. say it's not something that's like, oh, it is A and B. It's like I said, it's all in between and everything yep. else as well. So it's not as easy just to kind of split here and here yes. because it's all connected at the same time. Yes, yes. So and that's the thing, like through a lot of these episodes that we do and going to continue to do, a lot of my perspective or understanding when I'm trying to express a lot of things is not isolated at all. Yeah. <laughs> like it's exactly what you just said. All of it is tied in one way or another. You had a top 10 list of things that should matter in life, period, for an individual that is continually growing, which is you still live in life. Yeah. All of those things are interwoven for me. They're, they're not secluded in any oh, yeah, way, shape, yeah. or form. So. I get it. I get exactly what you're saying. Because like, even like how I explain my, it's not necessarily like they're separate. I think it's easier for me to kind of break down and explain 
what's me, or I could not even say like what's me, because what's me is not just me. But how I, at least for me, I have how I view it at least mm-hmm. is like, have you ever seen like a Venn diagram? And it's like, or no, I'm not gonna say a Venn diagram, but there's this large circle, and so for me, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. all connects to God in that situation, and then yes. within there, there's these other circles. So, so this one yes. is definitely within me. And then I have these other circles still within that circle. That's all these other elements. So there's a lot of it within me. And so other than that, I'll say for myself, the only other connection I have that's like a source. I don't even know if I want to say necessary faith or not. But actually, I can say that. I feel like with nature as well. So I think those are from myself. Like, all of it is God. Like I said, God is mm-hmm. me. God exactly. is nature. God created everything. Exactly. But yeah. at the same time, like I said, if I wanted to break it down a little bit more for my... This is how I break it down, at least, is I have me, and then I have other sources. And I think that's something I probably should have spoken to a little bit, too, in the external piece, is a lot of my stuff is also connected to nature. And when I say, like, faith in nature, it's not necessarily like I'm praying to nature or nothing like that. Oh. It is more so, like, I have yeah. faith in what is nature and what is built and how it's created and how the benefits of it is real. And I feel like I'd rather yes. rely on that than sometimes what man yes. may say, what society may say. Is, that's mm-hmm. something else I do rely on because it does fine. And then whatever happens also happens the way it needs to happen. Um, It can't be controlled. That's, so it's like yes. those are situations I really do appreciate, and I say I I do soak up, and I said that when those other stories, how I mentioned, like whether it was the rock or I said <laughs> looking right, to the stars right, right, and right. making this whole story, it brings a connection to me, and sometimes yeah. I also rely on that as another way, like I said, going back to like my mental health as another de-stressor for myself. It helps me out, even not even just like mental health, but physically, like literally. I was just telling you how like I had like this whole back issues, like so I've been going through physical oh, yeah. therapy and all that. Yeah, I literally went camping. My back is fine. I didn't even think about that. You did go. I literally went camping. If you if you would think about it, like, oh, well, you got your back is injured. You shouldn't be on the floor. You shouldn't be right. hiking. You shouldn't be doing none of that. I definitely would have brought that up if I would have remembered. Like, wait a minute. Last time I talked to him, he was talking about <laughs> bad. His back was hurting. What? I literally came back from camping and I'm way better than I was before. So that's another connection for me. But going back to what you were saying, though, I can understand what you're saying. Because it is like that way for me. Like all it's some of it a lot of it is all encompassing. But I think for myself, I just like to separate it as well to kind of realizing and sometimes when I need to pull or tap in more on myself or in those yes. other entities. So even though I know a lot of it's interconnected, I like I have a a balance beam. Or not a balance beam, but like that balance scale. Are you talking about that weight scale? That way is scared where you put too much on one end and, and it tips over. Yes, yes. I try yes. to figure out where I can find my balance for myself. So like I said, I know I can I can challenge myself. I know I can have faith in myself. Yeah. But I need to know when my when that scale is going all the way down and when I need to fill it up with something else. So that all of it's connected yes. to God, but then I have to add this. So God is the whole structure. God exactly. is the scale. Like it God, doesn't. We're not removing God in <laughs> right. any way, shape, or form. We're building on top of that. So God is the scale, and then like I said, when the um the two little I don't even know what to call them is what I need to Gals. add or what I need to remove. I guess the yeah. scales itself yeah. is what I need to remove or not. So when I'm going down too low, it's like okay, Shaquan, you need if you need to go outside, you need to do that. You need to do the environment, yes. or I said, or if it's something I need to do, whatever the case is, I add that in so I can put myself a little bit up higher, or I said yes. not higher, but at least balance myself out. Yes, yes. Oh man, yeah. You should check out. I mean, I know it's nine pages. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. But oh no, no I I will. I will. A, a lot of what we're what we're saying is like a lot of it is it is in there. So it mm-hmm. is it's really dope. And I guess the last, even though that was my last thought, but it's not, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess another piece that you made me think about to add on to uh, the cup situation and another better visual, how you mentioned everything with God being the actual structure and everything. Everything that I've already said, I'm just trying to give a specific visual to how much I break it down to the minute details. For me, it's like understanding the properties of of whatever drink you really like. Like, let's say if it's Kool-Aid or whatever, all those little ingredients <laughs> that make that drink that you just bought, that's how I visualize it for my cup as well. And maintaining that source internally always comes first. But then it's the outside sources that I don't have control over to us like whatever that is, it just sprinkled a little bit, quote unquote, sugar in my in my cup. And I'm like, even just that little bit of sugar that you just added to my freaking drink, that's not my energy anymore. Now I got to, you know, dig out the impurities and, and make it right. I got to add more water or whatnot. Like that's how specific it is to my faith and my energy and what makes me and still engaging with the outside sources, so yeah, yeah. And I said, only thing I'll, I'll add to yeah, yeah. I realized another Ooh, big yeah. piece why I wanted to discuss <laughs> in this episode, which I didn't get a chance to discuss in the last episode, is another example of how faith had to work for me was basically me moving to Seattle, and that took a big. I said that was a big risk. I mean, a lot of people do it. Like, say so you like the faith are, to move or the faith of being there. I would say the faith to move and the faith to know that this was the right direction for me, even though I didn't know it was the right direction for me. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm curious to hear that breakdown. So I now say I know we kind of a little bit with the time, but no, long I, story I short, it. I <laughs> I'm I like, this is the point I wanted to get to, <laughs> and we did not even admit it at the very last minute. But anyways, for myself. Like I said, I knew I needed to leave Michigan. That is something I knew internally I needed to do. I did not like my situation of where I was living, where my life was going, the direction, nothing. I was miserable, point blank. I knew I needed to make a next move. I did not know when, where, how, what that would look like. I just knew something needs to change. That's right. That. So for myself, I did go about looking at other places, and I did visit a few different cities and stuff like that to see what would work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I started visited Seattle for about a week, it was about five days, I think. I was like, okay, you know, I can see myself here. And then I came back to Michigan, and then it was like, okay, when is this going to happen? So I knew I needed to leave. I knew I needed to go. And I think even before him, even to get me motivated to like make the actions to even visit the cities, like I said, as I mentioned in other episodes, I had to have a conversation with one of my best friends who kind of like, they, they did motivate me to like, Mm. like get your shit together like i kept being like mm. i don't like this i was basically complaining like you right. know you've been out to your friends and stuff like that right. and i said like, i said sometimes tough love is helpful because they were like it basically and then conversation like what are you complaining about i kept complaining about this i can't do this i can't do this and it was like well what's stopping you what's what's stopping you and they kept saying that and i was like i was getting irritated i'm like what do you mean i'm telling you like i don't have any money i don't know what to do i'm telling la, da, da, and they kept saying like what's stopping you and then, like, after a while, I had to start thinking about, I'm like, why do you keep saying that? And I had to think for myself, mm-hmm. like, okay, like, what really is stopping me? Because, no, I don't have the money. 
or anything like that, but I can save money. Uh, if yes. I have a plan to save money, I can get to at least point to the next step. Um, yeah. I don't have a job lined up, but Shaquan, you can start looking for jobs. Yeah. Even if all that doesn't work out, Shaquan, then what is your next step? What's your plan B if you know you really want to leave? And I'm like, well, that's school. So I had those three things to play. Once I started to really think about it, it's like, Shaquan, you need to save money. Shaquan, you need to find a, a job, essentially. You have to start looking for jobs. And I said, also, like I said, where is that location for you? And then right, lastly, right. I said, if, if backup is school, then you need to start applying to school too. So that was the year before I started visiting Seattle. But then in that time frame, I think within a year, honestly, within a year time frame, I finally got to the mindset of like, you know what? I need to make this happen. And I saved enough money through my job and said, I, I did restrict my life. Like I was not going out at all, hardly at all. Hey, I was probably eating, I was eating probably ramen noodles most of the days, if not anything, or like some granola. I was, yeah, my mm-hmm. nutrition mm-hmm. was not the best. I'll say that as well. Well, I mean, it was great <laughs> for a black person. That's like great. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I had, I had to basically endure that to get to where I'm at. So I yeah. said, while doing that, I was able to save money. While doing that, I was also applying to other jobs. And then at the same time, I did apply to get my master's. And I said, once I visit, and that's when I started visiting cities. Cause I want outlets to, to go and visit them were through schools. So if they right. had an open house in a city that I want to move into, I would go visit there. I guess itinerary, quote unquote, was to go see the school for the open house. They was like, that's my backup plan, but my real thing is to really see how the city is. Right. So that's when I visited San Francisco. That's when I visited Seattle. And so I was thinking right. about going to Portland and all of that. Right. So once I landed in Seattle, I'm like, okay, you know what? I visited them. Okay, this is it. And I was in like October 2018. And by the end of the year, I'm like, okay, I'm done. This is it. I'm leaving. So literally, I tell myself, by that 2019, Shaquan will be gone from Michigan. Again, I did not have everything fully laid out. Yeah. In my mind, once I figure out the city, I did the research to figure out the cost of living. I was like, you know what? I need to have figure out what's X amounts of dollars so I can make sure I'm saving the adequate amount to at least let me last out here right. in Seattle. I mean, if it doesn't work out, I can just come back home, blah, blah, blah. Right, 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 right. So I did that. I had enough saved. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up getting accepted to the university here in Seattle. So, like, everything was kind of falling into place. All right. I need to do now is just leave Michigan. Like, I just need to right. figure it out. Even before, at least how I'm hearing the story, even before you actually left Michigan, all those little in-between steps that you took all, at least I'm thinking, all had some level of faith attached to it. Period. Oh, yeah. 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 For me to, like I said, uproot my life and said. And so even that apply to get my master's, I mean, even I end up not doing it, that took a lot of faith either. I didn't even want to do it. So it's like, oh, that took a lot of energy out of myself. I'm not going to lie. Because I'm like, first of all, and I said that was my plan B. Kind of like, you know, I don't, like my plan A was very rocky. It was like, it was, there were some little pieces together, but the puzzle was not fully there. So it was kind of wavery, but I knew plan B was more solid because the school, you know, it's, it's more. Right, right, right. It's more safe. There it is. Plan B was a lot more safe than something I could rely on. Plan A was not. Plan A was honestly going out on faith and figuring things out. Like, so I saved, I thought mm. I saved what I needed to save to go out to Seattle. I still did not have a place to stay. I still did not also have, I didn't know how I was going to get there. Luckily, at that time, 
only other way I could think about it, I have a car and I want to bring the car to Seattle, but my car was also a beat up. It wasn't a beat up car. That was the was... only thing that I thought about when you was like leaving and whatnot. Mm. I was like, and he, like once I found out, it's like he driving. What? What? Yeah. Wait, what? And when I <laughs> so what ended up happening is basically by January of 2019, literally at the end of January 2019, I I gotta get up out of here. This is I said 2019. I'm leaving, so I am leaving. And yeah. at the time, it was a lot. Of, it was funny because and so much thing was. A lot of things were like Michigan. saying like, "No, you should not be doing this." No, my, I mean, I love my parents, but they were not trying to have you leave because like it was so. It, it may have came off pretty sudden for a lot of people because I already Shaquan' mind was already made up, and yeah. I was like, "I'm like I said, if I put my mind to it, I am doing it." So I was like, "This is going to happen." Yeah. And originally, I did, when I told my parents about it, it wasn't as too keen, but like you know, you're grown, you're going to do what you're going to do. We travel, yeah. blah blah blah. So my dad was going to help me to drive. But then he ended up being in a situation where he couldn't get off of work. And I'm like, dang, who else can I rely on to get me right. to driving? At, at this and point, you already you already got your decision cemented. So it's just like, well, I'm not building it around, waiting on, you know, a situation for my dad to get free to come. So yeah, you got to find a different way. That was happening. Also, I was having issues with my car. And then third is that there was a snowstorm that was happening in the Midwest. Yes. So all these three things were yes. happening. And Shaquan was like, no, I am going to Seattle. So my dad said he may not be able to work it out. I was like, okay. It happened also spontaneously. I was mm-hmm. talking to the same best friend that kind of like encouraged me. I was talking to them about it. And they're like, you know what? I don't mind coming up to Seattle. They live in freaking Atlanta, Georgia. And they flew, well, basically, I flew them to come up to yeah, Seattle. I'm like, well, too, yeah. if you don't mind driving, I would say I will, so I will fly you back home and stuff like that. I would not mind because I'm like, Shaquan needs to go. So we did that. They came up to Michigan yeah. and we planned things out. We got things together. And as I tried to time it, I think the snowstorm was supposed to come like a day after or a couple of days, whatever, before I left. So I was like, okay, I'm, we're going to leave this date, this time, so we make sure we beat the snowstorm. Fran came up, got in the car, driving to Seattle, literally about an hour and two into driving. We are in the snowstorm. The snowstorm that we were trying to avoid, we were yes. stuck in it. So I said, yes. that's a, faith is throughout this whole thing. Everything. Because literally the time we left Michigan to Seattle, I we could not see the road. The road was every freaking city that we drove through. There was a freaking snowstorm. There was no time for sightseeing. Let us take a break. It's impossible no. to sightsee with it's, the snow. It wasn't. <laughs> and it was also like, in terms of safety, it's like, we have to drive. Like, we can't make too many stops. Cause I was, we was also scared that if we stopped, then also that basically we might get snowed in or something would yeah, happen yeah, to us. Definitely. So, and these were some long stretches and some long roads. And we made it. I think we stopped only twice, two nights. I think one night we stopped somewhere in the Dakotas, I believe was the first time. So from Michigan, that first night we left early that morning and we ended somewhere in the Dakotas, I believe. Wow. And we kind of took turns and shifts. I think I, for the most part, I took most of the day, if I'm not mistaken. And then she would come in towards the night. And it was interesting. So we made it to our hotel. And also, too, we didn't have... There was no hotels. We didn't, Nothing was lined up. Places to stay along this trip. We kind of got it as we were Where? driving. I think the only thing I, I had somewhat cemented was when I came to Seattle, I had already booked, I think, about a month or two months in an Airbnb. That was the only legit thing I had booked together. But I did not have a permanent place to stay, mind right. you. This was right. just also temporarily. 
So I had yes. that in place, went to Dakota's, woke up that morning, and my friend was looking at me. He's like, oh, I'm so glad. Cause I, was, I think I slept on the drive to get to that hotel. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm so glad you were asleep. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, um, if you would have been awoke and see how we drive, I mean, like you would have been freaking out. Because she was literally saying we were swerving on the road the whole entire time because oh. it was so icy. Oh. It, was like, it was snowy and also icy in certain areas. And so we literally were swerving the entire time. I really was praying that we were going to make it home safe. We are going to make it to the hotel safely. And also, I realized as well that she had just gotten into a car accident, so she also was having PTSD while driving. Oh, <laughs> and you I are showed not up. qualified. Well, I'm meant to be behind as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot. That's what I said. Faith, really, I'm telling you, it, it takes you places. And that next step, we I think was heading towards Montana. was going to be our last stop before Seattle. We made that. That was pretty fine. Like I said, we really did set from Dakotas to Montana, really hit it there. Actually, one of my friends from New Zealand that I went to did a study abroad trip, I had to let them know, like, oh, I was trying to, we like, we didn't have places to stay. And for some reason, I, oh, wait, they stay in Montana. Maybe I should just reach out and see whatever, like, you know, just, just for a temporary for a night. And it was willing and nice enough for just to stay for the night. So that was great. And then our next morning, it's like, hey, we're going to make this to Seattle. This is, we're not taking any more stops. This is it. This is the long haul. We're going to make it. We're driving, everything's okay. But this is like, once you get towards like the Pacific Northwest, those streets, oh, they're changing. Now you're, you're driving on hills and mountains, basically. There's no more flat roads. Oh, all that is gone. So mind you, it's already still snowy and icy. All of those things. I imagine doing that on ice, on hills and mountains. That's basically what we were doing. Was it the smartest thing to do? Probably not, but um, we did it. And we yeah. were like, do these little pit stops. And this one lady, we had stopped at like a souvenir shop or whatever just to take a break and eat. And she's like, oh, like, where are you guys coming from? Whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we just came from Michigan. And she's like, well, you guys just drove down this art area. And I can't remember this area specifically or where it's at, but she, this is called Death Alley. Oh, and what? And she was like, Jesus? basically, <laughs> so this area is called like Death Alley because especially during like the snowstorms and stuff like that. So many cars, like, because it's so icy, like, especially, like, the pickup trucks, like, they end up crashing and, like, you know, all, like, say, a lot of accidents happen. Okay, is this, like, I visualize, like, you know, though, I don't know if they still come on, because I ain't watched TV in years, but you know those uh, shows that be talking about the big trucks that be driving on the oh, icy yeah. roads and whatnot, mm-hmm. and then they be showing how it's so dangerous, period? Oh, yeah. Yes. That, that's exactly. There we go. I was wow. like the the incline was it was a very steep incline, so I can very much see how so many accidents happen, especially if it's icy. So she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm so so surprised you guys are doing pretty good then, because this is Death Alley and all this other stuff." I'm like, "Oh wow, okay, thanks for the encouragement. It's time to go." Oh yeah, she Loki just said, "Welcome <laughs> to the hills, I've eyes." Right. <laughs> and then as we're driving, we are legit driving on mountains, cause like you can legit like look the next, and you're just looking at the cliff. Like it's so easy just to. Run off the road and plummet to your death, basically. And why at that is, point, why these places don't have rails, bro? I don't. Some get places that. it's interesting. Even when I went camping, some places did not have rails. I'm like, wow, this is interesting. But hey, you just have to be a pretty good driver. Just make sure to stay focused. You gotta have faith. <laughs> gotta have faith. <laughs> exactly. Whole point just to have faith. And we get to some points where we're very dangerous like that. And Kaylin was driving. Oh, well, Kaylin was driving. Yep, and. <laughs> I said pause. <laughs> okay, so we get to a point, and like, so my friend was driving, 
And it was those moments where it's like, okay, there's really no rails here. All this is, it was so like mountain. And I said, it was just like flurries of snow that would come up. You couldn't see the road. Yeah. And she was driving. She like freaked out. She legit freaked out and was having almost a panic attack. And then I was like, oh, great. Okay, we got to stop. We just got to pull over. We got to stop because, like I said, this is, like I said, it's getting kind of scary. Yeah. So we had took a little bit of break. And then I basically, I drove the whole way through all the made it to Seattle. And yeah, that was basically that story. Said having faith to guide us to Seattle, and then once I made it to Seattle, I said it's so much up to it. Long story short, once I got here, I still didn't have a place to stay. That two months came up pretty quickly, and also I did not have a job lined up. And so I did have the school situation, but I did not want to go to school. And I think it was ending towards my two months of staying at the Airbnb. Literally, this is why I was saying before, in terms of like with the job situation, whatever. I had been applying a job before I even. Went to Seattle. I've been applying for jobs. Okay, okay. I was not getting hardly any interviews or nothing. And then literally, it was like, I think two or three, it was like two, I think about two to three weeks before my two months was over with. And at that point, like I said, I'm not going to last for two weeks in Seattle before I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to call it quits and I'm going to make it back home. Or I'm going to mm-hmm. make the situation work with school. Mm-hmm. And literally within two weeks, I applied to one more job. I said, this is it, Shaquan. You're going to apply to the job. Okay, it felt it was so much connection to me, and I felt like from the what I've been doing previous, this has to be it. And that's when I said having that faith. I like this is the job. I stopped applying to any other job. I put all my energies to get in this one position, mm. and I visualized myself in it. I visualized what I would do in that position. I really put my like I already had the job, and that's the way I was thinking. That was my mindset. Is I already have the job. It's already it's already done, and that's the mindset I had. And lo and behold, I ended up getting that job. And then that two months was over, I ended up finding an apartment at the very last minute. Everything happened within those last few weeks before I was like, you know what, this is it. I got the job and then I found an apartment. It was also difficult to find an apartment, especially because I didn't have a lot of income at that time. Mm. And I moved, Seattle's, people, that's another thing. If you move into Seattle, that's because Seattle is expensive. If you think like, oh, you're good. It's not. You need to save a good amount of money. I did not save as much as I should have to come out to Seattle. It lasted me for as long as it did, but I did struggle. And wow. I did luckily find a place. It was like a low-income housing unit that was just built in Seattle. So it's still pretty nice and everything like that, mm-hmm. and no one had lived in it. So like this is a perfect, it's a good start for me. So right, by that time, right, right. I had a place to stay. It was after my Airbnb had ended, so I did have to find like a place off of Craigslist to stay for about a week. Mm-hmm. until I can go and move into my apartment. But everything was set in stone by then. I had my job, and then I found my apartment. So all that to say is basically, if you continue to have faith, it may look shaky sometimes. It may look like, I don't know, what has happened next? This is not what I want. Right. But if you continue to have faith, um, it will work out. And I said, undenying, unwilling faith. Like I said, you need to visualize yourself. Think about it and everything. I said, put in, I said, make sure you're putting in the work. Even though I said, I, I may have not been as prepared as I should have, I, I definitely put in the work that at least what I felt was needed to do and make myself get to that next step. So I didn't just be like, okay, I'm going to move to Seattle. Let me just get in this car and drive. It was not that simple. I did some dedication to put into it and planning things out and to get where I met, even though it didn't work as I wanted to. I said, God, at the end of the day, he was like, I see the work that you're putting into this and I'm going to help you carry it. I gave it a right, shot. Right, I gave right. it a shot. <laughs> I gave it a shack and he dunked it for me. Shack come full uh, circle. Come full circle. And so that that's all I gotta say is that um when you have I'm, faith to speak of Shaq and Kobe, you be Kobe and let the faith do the shack. Do the slam dunk. 
Yep, I'm definitely tagging Shaq, and <laughs> I'm, my faith is on the fact that he's going to sponsor us. <laughs> hey, <laughs> speaking to half faith, half yep. faith. <laughs> yep, sure. Lord. So yeah, that, that that is about it for me on my end. Did no, you no, no, nope, no final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have any. Well, I had. I had final thoughts that I, I don't know more. They're they're gone because there was so, some parts of that story that uh, yeah, I had never heard before, and then there was parts that I had thoughts on, and I was like, don't understand it. So now hearing the full story, yeah, no, my final thoughts are gone. I don't even remember what they were. Yep. Same on my end. I would just say, yep. Think of the Shaq and Kobe analogy. Let that speak into you and speak into your existence. And yeah, just have faith, people. I say you, it'll help you whether you realize it or not. Uh, You may already have faith in something you didn't even realize it. So just continue that and to learn to balance self and to know. I say let go and let God. Yeah. Did you want to do a card provoking though? Uh, I I did, but um, I ain't got no. I don't think I have anything else. I have some pretty good cards too. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna save them. I'm gonna save them okay. for next time. I'm okay. gonna save them for next time. All right, cool. Well, you take us out of here, sir. I'll gladly do that, sir. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is Provoking Dialogue. You can find us on social media platforms Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, and Provoking Dialogue, that's what P R O V O K I N Dialogue. Um, you can find us in all of our previous episodes at ProvokingDialogue.com, and we're on all streaming services. Please also make sure to leave us reviews on Apple and Spotify. That really will help us out as well, because, you know, these algorithms be doing its thing. And <laughs> <laughs> we try to get up there, people. We want to get that spotlight, too. Right, right, right. Feel free to send us messages through our email or through our social media platforms if you have any provoking thoughts you would like to ask us or if you have any potential topics you want us to touch base on. Yes, yes, yes. And you can follow me on my social media platforms at Naturally Shaq. You can follow Remy yet. Remy to Remy everywhere. Okay. Just like that. R-E-M-Y, the number two. R-E-M-E. All right. Well, with that, I hope you left with a professionally new point of view. Until next time, have a good night. Adios.